week uh the disconnect between black women and black men um let's dive in mm. Mm. Black man. Why diving in i'm gonna bring up some, some statistics you know i'm a statistic nerd even though statistics are lies if they want to be sure <laughs> if they want to be <laughs> i mean you can find a statistic for any fact you want this is true you gotta be I also took statistics twice in college so i know did you? <laughs> 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 was it the same class? No, it was the same class. And I took the second one over the summer, so it'd be a little All easier. Right, okay. okay. All right. There we go. <laughs> and I still go. only got a C because I wore a short dress to the final. Mm. Wow. I did. My my teacher had a crush on me and he knew I won't go past. And I was like, sir, hey, you got to use what you got to get what you want. The Lord gave it to me. Why not? Amen. Church. That's when my legs was real fly. Mm-hmm. Get him, girl. Get him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, did anybody have any issues, like any concern, not concerns, but opinions about disconnect between black men and black women? If there is a disconnect or if you see one, how bad is it? There Uh-oh. is a disconnect. There's a big disconnect. Big and, and I, I want to start, you know, because I, I, I don't, I don't want to get too too deep because, you know, I can get very, very, very deep. But I'm going to keep it on a plutonic level. And I want to see how you guys respond to this statement, this blanket statement of the biggest disconnect is that when it comes to decision making in relationships, women make decisions based upon emotion. Men make decisions based upon rationale. So that indifference right there says the world between two unlike minds. Mm, I don't think it's more so unlike minds as complementary because in order to make a fully informed decision, you need both logic and emotion. Mm, not necessarily. Sometimes it's best to, you know, depend on who you ask, but scholars would say that it's best to take the emotion out of a situation because that way it's straight business. You're not looking at it from a bias. Emotion brings bias. Would a male say that? Males and scholars that are more advanced on this subject than I am will say that. But a decision is different than a scientific finding because you said in a relationship. 
Yes, people are studying, they have relationship gurus, relationship experts. But a relationship is the culmination of emotions. So I would think that those emotions would need to be present when making a decision in the relationship. Mm, Not necessarily. What what are you dealing with a domestic violence situation? Whereas though the woman is emotionally attached to the dude, so she can't make the best decision because she's like, I love him. You see Emotional attachment is like the downside of emotion, but it's like his beating on her stems from an emotion. It's not, it's not logic. So if they address the emotion that is causing him to be violent, that might fix it. But who wants to remain with a person that has even got to that state of violence? You know what I'm saying? Obviously you're supposed to bring out the best of me and whatever I'm doing to you is invoking an energy in me that is making me want to put my hands on you or, or vice versa. Like, once you go down that road, I don't care what nobody say. You can, I don't care how much fucking therapy you get. When you are pushed, because human beings are human beings. We are imperfect creatures. So everybody has a breaking point. When you are pushed past that breaking point, you don't know how you're going to react. And if you have smacked a shorty up before, obviously that's your reaction. You feel what I'm saying? See, you think that's a are, permanent reaction? That's not, a. it can be changed with a lot of therapy, but I'm putting it to you like this. If you really understand change and therapy, that shit takes a lifetime. If you're in your 30s and that's how you got like that, it's going to take 30 more. It may not because sometimes, a lot of times, emotional trauma can have an extreme change in direction of your life. True. But the point to get back to the the conversation is the disconnect between African-American men and women. And I'm just using a theory to see how you guys react that you know, women react on more emotion, men back react upon um, logic and rationale. I think that's the disconnect. Even though I feel as if men are more sensitive than women. I think that's the disconnect. I think that's the disconnect because one, like with yours, like the way you were saying it is as if logic is the better option. And men do think logic is the better option because men are logical creatures. Whereas we're going to think the emotions rule because we are emotional creatures. So it's like we both bring two different sides of the coin together. And in order for it to be successful, you need a balance of logic and emotion. Yes, I believe in balance. I believe in complementary energies and everything else. But we're dealing with two different entities. We're not dealing with them as a whole. We understand that the bonding is the balance. You feel me? Fire, water. You feel me? Earth, fire, whatever you want to say. You know what I'm saying? The two different energies coming together is the balance. We're talking about the problem between the separate energies. You see what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that man is superior to woman at all. Don't no, 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 no. Oh, I didn't say that you said that because I don't think that either. (laughs) Never, never. (laughs) I'm just getting into some of the the decision makings behind the relationship because this is what caused problems. Like you said, trauma, all of those things can have you at a different situation than you need necessarily need to be in that's not healthy for you and also and i'm gonna give you this and see this is some real nigga shit and i'm really gonna break a little bit of code but not too much code because i'm always up on game but see, oh i me, need that birthday men i'm a virgo <laughs> i'm a crazy virgo i'm a crazy virgo men think that our shit don't stink so we all what, what does that mean we think that the grass is always greener on the other side meaning that you can have a picture perfect woman at home that does everything for you we think it's a better version 
You feel what I'm saying? I absolutely and do. Always, and that's how we approach all situations. Until you are cognizant enough to understand, you know, your limitations and in, in, in self-improvements and self-embetterment. But I'm just telling you, like, that's typical nigga syndrome. That's how we just operate without education and, and good upbringing and everything else. You Do you think it's because men aren't taught how to harness and control and feel their emotions? No, it's deeper than that. First, you got to start with slavery. Then you got to start with the PTSD and the trauma of slavery. Emotions. Right. And then, and then you have to go into imprisonment and like, drugs in a society, breaking up the community, you know what I'm saying? The communities, you feel me? Just to understand the mind state of what a man might be in right now. You see, because pimping is glorified in, in, in our community. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when you're as a, as a little boy growing up in a black community, it's like the more women you get, the more the more fame, the more better of a person you are. You know, it's more like, oh, he's the man because he's a player. He dresses nice, blah, blah, blah. But in a woman is taught completely opposite. You know what I'm saying? She's taught to not do these things. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? To act a certain way in the court. Now, people would say that that's a double standard. But if you really understand the logic that your mother's trying to give to you is that when you become a woman, you can't put yourself in vulnerable situations because niggas will do crazy fucking shit. Instead you know of saying? teaching niggas to not do crazy fucking shit, huh? It's, no, I'm not justifying that at all. You see what I'm, <laughs> I'm saying? It's like you're saying like put like people prepare females and then let the boys run wild. And I'm like not, these traumas that you're saying about like considering where the black man's uh, mind is at, the black women have been through the exact same traumas, if not more, because those black men are also our sons. Our brothers, our uncles. But we gave birth. Me? I feel you. Right. And I'm just I'm just stating just some of the trauma that's in the community. And like, so it, to go back to your earlier point, unless you treat the trauma, you can't even get to what needs to be fixed as far as relationship was going to make you a, a better person. You know what I'm saying? Because I agree it's, all with that. In, it's all in the coordinates, you know? I do agree with that. So speaking, I'm a- You look so white in a good way. Is it good Everything is white? so bright. Everything is so bright. Your background, your, te your teeth, your chair, your hoodie. <laughs> Sorry. You, cause you came on my screen and you just lit it up. Okay. Um. So, okay, we understand, we all can agree that we're all like, you know, separate. How do we fix it? Because a lot of people, a lot of our people internalize a lot of things. And that's the problem. Like, how do you tell your man or your men's, whatever, however you want to call it, like, how do you get them motivated to understand what's going on with them instead of like self-medicating in bullshit that does nothing for them? Like, how do we get to that point? Mm. Tell him to stop listening to Kevin Samuels. Uh -oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'd be throwing shots when I can. I think, and you know, Ayanna Van Zant said something that stepped on my toes, but I see it because I do believe as a black people, we are, we have become a matriarch group and women, mothers create the men that become these daters. Right. So, and I, now that I'm seeing that, right. And there's a lot of, women who they are in so much need of love that they're almost over pouring it out in a sense 
and especially with their sons. So it's like, I think a big portion of it is teaching them from an early point, you know what I'm saying? And being able to show them that I'm not just your mother, I'm a woman. And the respect and the love that you have for me is the respect and the love that you need to have for women. And the respect and the love that you have for yourself is the respect and love that you need to have for your fellow man. So I feel like the disconnect between black men and women was systematically put there to help with the genocide or to help with the colonialism and the buck breaking and all of these things. Like if you break one generation, they'll teach every generation to be broken. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's our fault but it is our problem at this point because there are a lot of a woman, a girl, whiskey in the city, shout out to her, I fuck with her. She has this poem about going to the elder women in her life and telling them like, oh, my man's doing this, I need help. And they're like, well, sit and just stick it out. And it's like, there's been a change in our planet and the world and the things that worked in the fifties that our grandmothers and our mothers were taught <laughs> no longer work for us. Shit, the shit that we were taught and work don't work for these, what are the zillennials? I don't even know what to call them. Like generation shit Z. is generation Z, like shit is changing so much that instead of us trying to find something or a model to follow, we need to connect with that star player and see what yeah. we need. Because what Chris need in a relationship is not what I need in a relationship. So if a nigga is perfect for Chris, someone is perfect for Chris, they may not be perfect for me. Wow. You hit on on a a couple of different topics, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Number one, it starts starts with family. Because if you really want, like I said, I, I don't know how, you know, deep outside the box or deep how, how deep in the matrix you guys have had tampered with but <laughs> when you start thinking on a level that it starts with family because a family is the definition the basic definition of nation building because nation is nothing but groups and groups and groups of family mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and it starts there and then it starts with your friends who you can influence and branch off but like she was saying she had a very valid point because i want to say like I said, I'm the most conscious, ignorant nigga you ever meet. Now, that's my MO, and I stand by it. Because, and I'm gonna give you an example. And this is gonna sound crazy, but during the height of my pimping, <laughs> my mother came to me and said that I don't like the way that you your your reflection on women are. And I mm-hmm. said, well, What do you mean? Mm-hmm. And she was just like, Everybody, all women is somebody's daughter, somebody's mother, somebody's cousin, somebody's aunt, somebody's niece. How would you feel if a nigga was pimping how you pimping on your niece? Or now, your do you are you actually selling women's bodies or you're just like, which pimping no, are we talking, I'm talking about? about? I'm just talking about pimping as far as just having okay. fun. Okay. But I, I'm not I'm not I'm not a liar. I'm an honest person. So I'm just like just getting what you want like with the sexual pleasures, if it's a pair of Nikes, if it's to get your rent paid, whatever it is that you desire. You feel oh, me? Oh, you get that from women? I mean, not not in a gigolo state. What no, I don't we're gonna get sidetracked, and that's not <laughs> <laughs> like we pay attention yeah. to details. We can get back to that like, on another, we can get back to that on another subject because I was in a polyamorous relationship, and that's a whole uh-huh, other topic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but to deal with this. Like she was saying, it starts with the, the household. Like I said, because my mom, when she broke it down to me like that and the logic that she gave me and the tools that she gave me as far as using discernment and, and critical thinking, it's that's a non-debatable point. 
you know, what you do unto others as you want them done unto you. Like she said, what, what was that was your sister? What was that was your niece? And the nigga is trying to use them or do whatever they want just for whatever pleasures, sick pleasures they, they seek out. So it changed my ideology on, on, and you know what I'm saying, how I thought about it. But then part two is intergenerational. And, and like and like she was saying, so I, I and I'm gonna say this, and I know this, this is a very controversial statement, but when a nigga is looking for a wife, there's certain things that he has to take in consideration, right? And I, me and my brothers, we call this a generation one girl. A generation one girl is the first person that's out of her family that's trying to do something different, meaning like further themselves, um, ed education, money wise, legacy, everything that embodies that, right? But she all she come from is shit. So all she knows is shit. Her aunties is hoes. Her mama's a hoe. Her grandmama was a hoe. So how do what behavior does she know other than ho hoish behavior? So it takes so much. So I would I would suggest the niggas wife up level three generation girls. Somebody that, like I said, can have a systematic, you know what I'm saying, approach in like um idols that she can look at. My mom was married for 50 some years. You know what I'm saying? Even if she divorced or whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But just solid people that can give you good and womanly advice on how to conduct yourself. You feel what I'm saying? Because niggas are so-called looking for good girls and all of this other stuff. But it's like, you know, in today's society, females don't even know how to uh, accept behavior from a gentleman. Like one of my homegirls, mm. I always give this example. One of my homegirls, right? We, we known each other for a while. It's always been like a little flirty situation, but it's never like that, you know, cause I mess with one of her homegirls, whatever, whatever. And like, we all in a big circle. So one time me and her chick, we, we, we kicking it. We about to go see the other homies, right? And we stopped. So I get out the car to pump her gas. And like, you know, I opened the door and we went inside and everything. And she, she looked at me, was just like, why are you acting all funny? And I'm like, what you mean? She was just like, nigga, you don't got to do all of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because we had a fun flirty relationship. And she was just like, nigga, like, you know, it ain't never going nowhere. You don't got to do all of that. Like, you, you can just be you. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, what kind of niggas are you fucking with? Like, this is this treatment is mandatory. You know what See, I'm saying? But like, that's the thing. A lot of men, a lot of, it's, a lot of men don't do that. Right. So she didn't even know how to accept it, not even on a friend level, let alone. I'm like, so what kind of niggas is you dating? So Kyle, wait a minute. Why did you feel okay? So if your mom been married for 50 years, I'm assuming to your dad, right? No, my dad as they <laughs> my daddy was a nigga, so she left him. <laughs> but where did you learn this behavior to be a quote unquote pimp? Like where do you learn that behavior from if you have a strong, you know, mother? Yo, if you was meet my mom, I'm telling you, like. She's okay. First of all, let's just say my mom knows Iyanla. They friends. They see each other. They recognize each other. You know what I'm saying? So she's on that level. Spiritual, you know what I'm saying? PhD, education, historian, African power, the whole like nine priestess yards. type shit. Yeah, like oh you that's only even a whole nother. So level. how did you become a pimp? <laughs> 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 See, it, it, because I was trying to go against who I really was and I didn't understand it. I was young. I was like so smart to be like, you know, sometimes you're so smart. You're too good for yourself. Do you, are you an anomaly? Without being without arrogance or conceit. Yes. Just because and that's just the respect that I give to my mom for the tools that, that she installed in me. I mean, like with the pimping aspect, though, like, do you think a lot of niggas might be like this pimping aspect because they see rappers and well, no, no, see a lot of things going going to pimping, you know what I'm saying? Like the fact that I was raised in a, in a house of, of a single woman, 
You know what I'm saying? My mannerisms is different. You know what I'm saying? Like my cologne game is different. The way I dress is different because I had nothing but, you know, females present themselves in in a different manner. You know what I'm saying? The rules was, I don't care if all you have is one shirt and a hole with it. It better be clean. It better be iron. Chris, you know what I'm saying? So just being me and being me and my crazy self, like at 16, I'm ironing like my drawers and my socks because I'm, you know what I'm saying? Thinking I'm the man and shit. You feel me? But like I said, all of that was adolescence and immaturity. You feel me? When a grown man, I understand that what she was telling me from birth and the principles she was giving me, she's like, number one, she's like, you know, you can't go against your ethos. And your ethos is like who you really truly are. You know what I'm saying? Number one. And number two, like Kai means lovable. So she was just like, you cannot not be him. You know what I'm saying? So when I had to, when I finally grew up, you see what I'm saying? Like I said, because I said this earlier, the trauma from PTSD, the drugs and alcohol in the community, the imprisonment of our black men, all of that shit is glorifying pimping. You know, you the man, you know what I'm saying? So the fact that I had, in, in, in a good way, and I hate to use this term, you know what I'm saying? But if I say it, you understand a metrosexual, like, Con, like Kanye West, you feel me? He was raised by his mom. So you can see the influence that single black women have on men. Your majority of black males are raised by a single black woman. But it depends on the caliber of the woman, you know what I'm saying, as far as the, mm. how, how you how you conduct yourself. So, you know what I'm saying? I was always a gentleman, you know what I'm saying? Don't get it wrong. I, that was just second nature. I was born that way. I was raised that way. The principles were installed in me. It was only that I was trying to go against the things that was inside of me. You know what I'm saying? She was just, my, and my mom would tell me, like, you, you can't, you think you're a player, you think you're a pimp. You don't have the heart to do it because you're not like such a, a stone cold emotional person because well, I raised you with love. Why? And I don't think a gentleman can be a pimp and vice versa. Adolescence is, is an MFR, it's a motherfucker. You can't But blame could it be that your friend, could your friend who's also like in growing up, if she's used to dating in her adolescence, also dating these adolescent men, we all have that moment where it's like, oh, this is how grown men act. Like we all have that first time because we weren't raised with fathers. So, the so question it makes is, sense. Right. The question is, once you find that, why do you go back to anything less? For probably the same reason. Well, for one, you said that a lot of our black men are locked up. Um, a lot of them may not necessarily be metro, but they may actually dress a certain way because of something. Because I do live in D.C. Um it's a it's not the I don't think the pool is equal. No, um, it's not. That's, there are, that's a whole nother topic. It thing. is because there are more black men that date white women than there are black women that date white men. So it's like and we don't have the same coming out of college. The, the black woman is killing the, the black men as far as success, you know, education wise. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to put you to another level of success in, in life and everything. It is. Else. It is because I, I know do. recently I had a date with a young nigga. And it can't, I can't even call it a date because it was in my car and we were just smoking a blunt. And I'm just sitting here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We met at a we met at a bar and he still wanted to sit in the car. And I'm like, he's a younger dude. And I took from off rip. I was like, nah, he's too young. But everyone's like, oh, don't be too judgmental. So I'm like, all right. And I'm sitting there and there is a distinct difference. Like, I don't know, like, like you said, just being able to, I guess that refinement. It's kind and of like being cultured, the term culture. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And there's not as many of, because I'm a military brat. I grew up all over the world. Mm. And coming back, 
like nigga, with the young nigga, he was playing somebody called Pooh Shiesty. And <laughs> I was just like, what are you playing? And you knew in the game. Good. I don't know who Pooh Shiesty is. There was a little Dirk. I was like, he's he's Gucci Man's artist. He's Gucci Man's artist. I'm not a big nope. Don't want to get cussed out. I'm not. A, I don't really listen to rap like that. I need like I'm very lyrical, but that's cool. I like niggas like the nigga that I'm a nigga that I know. He like one of his favorite rappers is Juicy J, and I don't hold that too much against him. But there is a level, like you said, once you become cultured, it's difficult. It is difficult to go back, and then you get older and like in a lot of older women's case that I know they're like 40, 50. And they're just like, you know what? I said no to all this. I'm by myself. I'm lonely. And I just want someone here. And then they go back and they get push iced, fix his teeth up, get his credit right. They raise him up. And see, that's what I call. That's what I call the, the build a bear nigga syndrome. And I hate that. Yeah, shit. I do too. I, I don't want to build successful a bear. black women are now limiting themselves to fucking build a bear. You come on, hey, what's up? Okay, you meet a shorty. Okay, what's up with you? How you doing? You know, all this good. So what's your name? What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I have a master's degree. Okay, well, tell me about your ex dude. Oh, what kind of education he have? Oh, he didn't have no education. What kind of job did he have? He ain't really ain't had no job. I did this. I did blah, 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 blah. Why? Because the niggas that do, I can tell you, the niggas that approach me are either above 60 or under 25. It's never like the dudes, the ones that did get educated and all this stuff, they, well, I don't. I do feel sorry for you and I will say this. See, being from DC, the DMV area is you're in a fucked up situation because it's nothing but a plethora of females that you would consider to have wifey potential. You see what I'm saying? So you're niggas is playing and pimping on a whole nother level because you can have five girls with vicious backgrounds, third generation, got good mamas, got good grandmamas, supporter family, everything. Then you got your like you, you you got your choice of the pickings. You know what I'm saying? So you like you can have a whole team of wifeys and be like, I, I know. And that's why these niggas be on that polyamory shit nowadays. What I I I I'm I know. I can't I know. hit on that though. I, I love know. it though. You love it. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, Willow was just talking about it uh, on the red, uh, red table. Uh, yeah, on the red table. I mean, yeah. I mean, since each is on, I don't knock it down. Yeah, like, I don't knock it. I don't think it's for me. I mean, a no, lot of us you? are in, a lot of us are in polyamorous relationships and just don't know. Whether you know it or not. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I attempt, I actually was down to do it before with the cancer. I told you about that. Was, yeah, I, I like was, cool but it, oh, no, I'm not cool. It was just, <laughs> he was good. He could handle it. Like he was able to somehow make everyone feel taken care of. And well, I don't know, maybe I was getting more of it because other ones weren't as happy, but he, I felt like I was getting enough. As long as I feel like I'm getting enough, I'll get past my I don't want to call it deep-seated jealousy, but I'm a Scorpio and I'm possessive. But so see, I don't also, want to. But also, see, it's different levels of, of, of polyamorous when, you know, you're dealing with the relationships seem to work out better when all three parties or four parties, because it means morning one or morning two, is when they are interacting with each other. You know what I'm saying? For example, so if you were bisexual and you were actually interacting with the female that love that the, you might be missing when the male is distracted from the situation, you'll still be full of love because you're getting it from all 
You know what I'm saying? And that's what the dude who tried to get me into a polyamorous relationship said. He was like, well, if you're mad at me, she will take it off. And the problem is I'm not I'm not bisexual. I've had a threesome or seven in my day, but it's like I'm just saying like that was in my younger days, but I do. And maybe I'm tripping, but I one females are too soft and wet for me. I don't quite like it, but I, I do not have romance. I can't have. That's huh? confusing, though. That's that's very that's a very controversial statement because what females are I, too soft and wet. Yes, I feel as if you want to be with a female. What are the characteristics of a female? Since right, I, that's what I'm oh, saying. That's what yes. I'm saying. I know I'm feeling, not. That's how I know right. I'm not bisexual at all because I don't yes. like anytime I've been a part of it. I don't like anytime if I touch something. I was like, oh, that's too soft. Or be like, oh, her hands are too small. Oh, her head's too small. Like, I'm not, I don't like this. I like to feel gruff, scars, and hard work. But so in that sense, like he was saying, she would not be able to fulfill for me what I'm looking for in a relationship because I, I'm attracted to men. So it's like a polyamorous, like we could be besties, maybe. Well, but, that's what it's supposed to all, all, all around encompass. It's supposed to be that, all three people or all four people, however many people's in it, they love each other equally, that the love is spread equally, that you don't love one person more than another. And it's for example, so in my situation, like some of the problems that I would have is that- I don't know if um, it's possible. And it was, just, okay, like I said, one of the, the, the situations that I had was that, say me and girl A had, we both, our schedules just clicked up. We had the same day mm-hmm. off. Girl B mm-hmm. had to work. So exactly. girl, so we're going to go out and do a couple stuff. That's what we exactly. do on our day off. We're going to go to eat. Are we going to bring you our, our girl a meal home? Yes, because that's our other girl. We're going to compensate her Y'all too. Y'all get spending time together. She will get angry sometimes when, because she, but it was a little bit different because I've known the one girl, I was like the second dude she ever messed with. You know what I'm saying? So I opened her up to a lot of different things on, on a sexual level. So she always felt like as if me and Shorty was closer. You know what I'm saying? Which that that flaw, that insecurity flaw is everything because it takes constant communication because you got now you're dealing with three or more people. You know what I'm saying? To keep everybody on the same page and people think it's just a sexual thing. It's not just a sexual thing. It's a really it's, it's communication because communication is only putting a message out there when people can receive it. So you can be saying all this good shit, but if they're not hearing it, then it is irrelevant. You know what so, I'm saying? So it's more to this communication is comprehension. Yes, there needs to be uh, a, a big factor in that situation, and and understanding the expression of love. You see, my expression right. of love might be different from your expression, but after I comprehend what your expression is, then it's my job to now complete that for you, so we can all express love on the same level, so we can receive it. So, did you compensate for one the time, the more time that was spent with girl A, and two? Like, well, one, did you compensate for the more time spent with girl A for girl B because she was working? All of that is encompassed. It's no schedule set, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> in, in the same respect that if the girls just want to be with the girls, I got to respect that. The same way if one girl just want to be with me, they have to respect that and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? It's like I said, it's communication in, in, in an open playing field at all times. <clears throat> So if both want to spend one-on-one time with you at the same time, how does that get fixed? That's where maturity comes in at. 
So, for and sure. also, so her saying that she had a problem, she felt that you and the other girl were closer. And well, this is the one you've known for a while and spent more time with because your schedule's linked up. Yes. And y'all were not closer. I mean, no, because I, my love for them both were equal. You know what I'm saying? Now, do we have more things in common? Yes, you always click up with somebody just a little bit more. But when, like I said, the maturity comes in that of, she understands like, well, you know, our girlfriend, she's a little crybaby. So it sounds one-sided. A lot of you don't want to be with me tonight. So go ahead, give her her time. You know how she is. I ain't tripping, babe. I love y'all both. She just she's just a little brat. I'm a I'm gonna tune her up tomorrow anyway. Like, okay, boo, cool. But I mean, what if her needs are different? Why is it bratty if her needs are different? Some people need more touch time. Some people need more quality time than others. That's where the communication come in at. We're not mind readers. If that's what you need, we will love you to fuck up. You will get a double snuggle, whatever you need to feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Isn't it exhausting though? Like, because it's already exhausting to like try. Be with one person. One person. But But again, Chris, we're different because we don't have energy centers. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind with human design. That's for real. With human design, like we don't, as far as just me. Well, you know me and my astrology and my human design. And human design, Chris is a manifester. I'm a projector. We do not have a battery. So we do get exhausted mm-hmm. quickly. We're not supposed to work. There are generators who have a battery and they are more for multiple mm-hmm. people because they have this energy output that needs to be absorbed somewhere. And one person sometimes can't absorb it. So there are people who are made for polyamory. And then there are people like us. I can barely be in a room of three people and not need a nap. So well, I know, I'm the um, but see, I'm, I, I can that. be extroverted, but I have to, I don't have an unending amount of energy yeah. where generators, they can go and go and go. I have to dip away and I have to recharge. So I can't be constantly around people, but I love being around people. So it's like, there are, so for me, it's like, I partly can be okay with, mm, and I don't know if I'm okay with him having multiple people or if I'm settling because that seems to be the majority of it now. And it's like, if I want to be with the dude, then if I want to be with a black American man in the DMV, I may have to settle for a black American man with multiple women, where maybe if I move to Alaska, I could have higher standards where there are more men than women. But I don't need multiple people. Um, I don't even know if I could keep up with multiple people because I have like very tunnel vision. Once I'm into mm-hmm. someone, no one else is really, you can be attractive, but I won't feel it. Like I don't, I'm not a cheater because my morals are high. It's just because I, Scorpios are obsessive. Like once I lock in, that's it. So I don't need multiple, but some people do. And sometimes I unfortunately lock into men who do like, who need multiple women. So it's like, are, are these mm. polyamorous relationships? Is it just would it would it be more fair if it was like two men and two women? Like you know, I I got I got old girl that gets we off, and then the others, all right, well we get off late, so we just chill. Would that be more of a fair balance? Than a it lot just of men don't like man? that. I I exactly. think so, but a lot of niggas don't like that because, and you know, it's funny because one dude told me he was like, I low key lose respect for a woman after I sleep with her. And I was like, I was like, well, you know, to me, that is a level of self-hate because the only thing that changed about her was you. So it's like, that must mean that you are so vile that if you combine with someone that they are now less than. 
And I think men often are like, she not as good if she fucking multiple people. Like, ugh, she fucking multiple people raw. She a hoe. Is she nasty? Even though he's fucking multiple bitches raw. You know what I mean? Like men look at it differently and they can't handle bigger dicks, better prowess, longer, whatever. Like they have, like he said, men can be sensitive. And those, once you crack that little armor they have, they then start to question themselves fully. And then a lot of times when men aren't secure in who they are, it comes off as bitterness. It comes off as wrath. It comes off as anger, aggression, because they're overcompensating. A lot to get back to the original point, a lot of men can't even handle women that make more money than them because they or use know, bigger words, it don't even it, matter. And then don't even get me started <laughs> on, on fucking Christianity and how that shit is telling black women to acquiesce. Oh, did we get another for the team, BJ? Did BJ bring another for the team? Is BJ the only Christian on here? <laughs> And you brought him. You brought him. Get a light. Turn the light on. Turn the light on. I'm not knocking any religion. I'm just messing with him. A better person makes you a better person. I'm all for that. But don't come proselytizing. You know what I'm saying? Everything ain't for everybody. You know what I'm saying? A wise person will take the good from all situations and make their own situation. You know what I'm saying? And the, the object of the game is to be wise and live in balance. You know what I'm saying? But the shit is fucked up out here, yo. The shit is fucked, but they made it. They it is on purpose. Yes, to the, to bow down. Not you know you know you know what I mean when I say acquiesce to bow down to the fullest. Like when I say no, my word over your word. No 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 communication. This is your role. This is your duty. You know I'm like what kind of fucking shit is that? Like, and that goes against our really traditional religions and traditional philosophies because traditional African society was a matrilineal society, not a patrifocal. White society is patrifocal, meaning they follow the male lineage, yeah, which is fucking true. stupid. You never know who your fucking daddy is, but it ain't no doubt who your mama is because you came out I of know. her ass. You know what I, I mean? know who my daddy is. I know my daddy. <laughs> you know, you sure? <laughs> oh, we look, I, we look exactly, he couldn't deny me if he wanted, like, and then my mama's A blood and he O blood and I'm O blood. So I know, yeah, he my dad. <laughs> check and get it right back but i agree with that i do believe especially the way i look at my family and i look at just black culture like Medea. no one ever be saying we got a padilla but let me let me say this miss <laughs> to back to miss <laughs> Oh, I wonder why they never said we got a pud deer. <laughs> like papa deer daddy deer daddy <laughs> I love it when you got me daddy, but Miss Price, is it time consuming? Yes, but what's, that's what's wrong with society. Whereas though we're caught up in all these other facets of entertainment when we forget to entertain ourselves, there's a million things to do in the world. And you talk about you're bored, you know what I'm saying? So with that being said, if you really, really chop up relationships in order to be a successful relationship, the psychiatrist said this shit and it, it ain't really clicking for a while, but it's like, you have to, let yourself go in a relationship, meaning that you no longer worry about what kind of treatment that you're receiving because mm. your only job is to please the other person. So when you get off work, if, you're, if your mentality is, what can I do to make my girl, boyfriend, whatever, what can I do to make them a better person, to make them happier and be supportive? If you if you're thinking that that and that person is reciprocating that, the treatment that you think that you're going to deserve is going to be 10 times 
greater than you can even comprehend because this person's only job is to think about you and what you need and your needs. So mm -hmm. you don't have to waste the time thinking about it. That's selfish. The, the psychiatrist was saying, you're so worried about me, what I'm doing, what I need in a relationship. You're not being the, you know what I'm saying, a good party because it takes, but it takes two people to really lock in on that level. So is it time consuming? Yes. Is it exhaustive? No. When you really wow. think about it, you know what I'm saying? Because what is life life is about? You know what I'm saying? And, and that all goes back to the disconnect too. You know, I'd rather have a girl that don't make all that money, but is a fucking wonderful mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the same thing with, with if you look at it for father figures, you know what I'm saying? Like taking the time to do your homework with your child. You know what I'm saying? Why isn't that the, the means where we're using that as a good man or not? Fuck what kind of money he making. He can just make comfortable money. You know what I'm saying? But a two-family income, y'all should be making some type of bread. But you know what I'm saying? But where's the where's the praise for the, the nigga that's a good father picking his kids up there on Saturday fucking soccer, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Them, mother, them motherfucking things is minimized in our community. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, that, and that should really be the, the scale in which we, we judge, you know what I'm saying? If you are to be a judgmental person. Mm -hmm. Is it minimized in our community or is it just not shown on the media? All of the above. Mm. I've seen a lot of celebrations of father. It's a, I'm, I'm not saying it's not there, but I'm just saying if without education, you see what I'm saying? If you grew up in an environment where you didn't value education and you didn't see that as a means to be out, what do you see? You see drug dealers, you see pimping, you see niggas with money having the best time, the best cars. But what you do know? you think is the difference between men and women? Like, why is it that women are killing it from those same environments? Because like I told you, women are, are, are raised different. You know what I'm saying? They're rare to like to be more, to be, like I said, men, the more, the more women, the more sex, whatever, the better the, the, the you up here, you're, you're, you're a good guy. You know what I'm saying? Women, it's like, no, be a good girl, focus on your school, focus on your education. And then society is already set up. Do you know by the time you're fourth grade, they know how many people's gonna be like in prison because mm -hmm. who, who's not reading and comprehending on the scale of a fourth grader? Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. those are the basic like uh, elements that we lack, you know what I'm saying? In, in, in our community, math and, and comprehension and reading. But that's why I think it's systematic because all of this is based off of European brains and they're not the same. You know what yes. I mean? Like, yes. and a lot of our children, like Dr. Umar says, who I know we're going to talk about later, but it's very difficult to have a young man learn in an environment where the teacher is a soft white female and she may not even be soft, but the culture is different. You know what right. I mean? Like when I'm around black people, we joke aggressively as fuck. Like I, I tease niggas. I can be a bully, but it's all fun. I learned that PG County, Maryland, actually, when I went to Stephen Decatur and these mother, I was introduced to what they call Jonan. And uh, I was like, what the fuck? Over. She hasn't got over it. Whoa, that's I have not. Right, I was right. like, this that's is a nice school to learn to say Stephen Decatur, you go. You I was like, and they, they used it as a sport. I was like, oh, I hate going to lunch because these motherfuckers about to get me. Cause you know I sounded like a white girl and my hair was like a white girl. So it's like, if teachers don't realize that, you know what I'm saying? That they're not able to look at a black boy and see that no, he's not aggressive. He's scared to read out loud or things like that. They, they'll they put him at Stephen Decatur, the Phoenix team. Like there were so many black boys on the Phoenix team, which was the special ed team that were not special. They just caused problems in class and the teachers mm. would put them in the yes. special ed team. 
Yes. My, my sister, like, she's a, um, she got her master's of special eds and a lot of those guys, you hit the, the hammer, the nail right on the head. That's the issues that she'd be dealing with. Be like, yes. they haven't, they won't even diagnose them. You know what I'm saying? Or give them the proper Cause diagnosis. they don't have it. But back to what you were saying that you're definitely right because you know, that's the whole HBCU experience is the teachers are supposed to play a pseudo surrogate father, mother figure. You know what I'm saying? To really care about you and be like, hey, I've noticed you're slacking off in class. What's going on? The white teacher don't care. She's like, I can't even stand these motherfuckers. I'm trying to help them. They don't want to learn. A black woman understands because she come from that environment. You know what I'm saying? And she has more empathy for it and try to really work with the, the youth and everything else the same way, like I said, in college. You know what I'm saying? I do agree with that. And I will say I went to a white school. Well, I can't even call ODU a white school because it really was. We had everyone there. Like we ODU? had a lot of people what there. Is that? Uh, Old Dominion in Norfolk, Virginia. Oh, whoa. So wow. it was very, especially Wagons. before. And, you know, it's in the middle of the hood. So I also got very I learned to be very black when I went to college. But my two most well, three most influential professors, also the hardest classes I had two black women and a white woman, Melissa Antonucci, who got her master's in African-American studies at Howard. So technically she Mm. was like (laughs) one of us, but like you said, like I luckily being a military brat, I was placed in schools where I did have different types of teachers. Like when I lived in Alabama, I went to an international school. And before Mm. I went to Decatur, I went to Nanny Helen Burroughs in dc and it was an all-black christian school and it's exactly that like your teachers look out for you in a different way like i was a teacher's pet so all my teachers loved me and i got really great treatment no matter where i went for real for real but as a whole like most of my friends did not and i'd be like damn why how you failing and you smart but a lot of times teachers will put their emotions into that grading yes and and see i I grew up in a a pan-africanist community in Mm -hmm. dc so you know, like I, it wasn't that many people per class, even at the height of, you know right. what I'm saying? But, you know, our teachers, they cared about us. They kept their foot in ass, the whole nine. And even to translate and it changes to, to, you. Yeah, to, to college, you know, like my chef, you know, like, yeah, I look at him as, like I said, as a second dad, like he was, he was that influential, you know what I'm saying? Like to see the potential, to see me fucking up and pull me mm-hmm. to the side, be like, nigga, what's really good with you? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, nigga, like you nice, but you ain't that nice because you ain't looking at the, the the picture from the, you know, the whole pe- uh, perspective, you know, and like everything. Like, I got into some legal trouble, nigga wrote me a letter, you know what I'm saying? The whole night. Yeah. Like, and like white you- people have that. That's a problem with the systems because white people have that access to privilege. those type of teachers. And so many of us are, our parents want better for us. So they put us in better schools with a whole bunch of white people because my mom took me out of PG County because she was like, you're the dumbest smart person in the class. And she put (laughs) me at Grace Brethren Christian School. And when I say like, we couldn't even have, I was trying, we were trying to raise money. They wouldn't let us have a gospel dance. We couldn't play Kirk Franklin. Like there was so (laughs) many things. Luckily the choir director dude or chorus was black, but I don't know if it helped or hindered me being around a whole bunch of white people because my family always thought if you're with the white kids you'll get what the white kids get and that's Mm -hmm. true my education like the level of shit that I was learning was different than I was I could at Decatur I was making straight A's I won't do a shit I will say that when I went to Grace Brethren I struggled I was like oh my god these niggas gotta read the book so it's like it was different but I was dealing with teachers 
like my senior um, quote, well, this was overseas, but it was a racist white woman. I wanted it to be, um, no, I did my senior paper on Emmett Till. And we had to write about historical figures. I did it on Emmett Till and she gave me a D and stated mm-hmm. that I should have done something. I should have done it on someone that was actually part of history. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Hold on, man. As Hold a on. senior, you know oh, what I'm saying? And it's like the shit that fucked me up was she knew because I went my first two years, I went to a Christian school. So the majority of my credits did not transfer to this military department of defense school. Mm. So I was taking like the load of two seniors because I had to take a lot of different classes that didn't transfer. So she knew every grade I needed. And this bitch gave me a D written wonderfully. Like I fought it luckily and it was overturned because I, I was like, fuck that. But still, like imagine how many kids don't have someone to fight for or you know my mom is my mom is like she don't take no shit so i don't take no shit yes i was about to say that but she 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 is major she was a colonel she was a lieutenant colonel uh, it was gonna be a colonel but it was some racist shit she was gonna be the first black female colonel in the osi but Mm. they made sure she didn't And, and and you know what's crazy it's like you know I, I call people like that those trendsetters and it's just like you know it, it's hard to do those things because not only do you have to be three times sharper Yo. than the rest of the people around you you got to maintain that like you can't slip a little bit you can't afford to struggle and but honestly that's real that's but that's what the fucking world especially the corporate world is is full of you, yes. if you're a black man or a black woman you got to be super sharp yeah. to compete with the niggas that's not even on your level. And you still may not decent. get it. You still yeah. may, like, they still may, like, nope, nope. You know what I'm saying? Like, like my mom, she was the first black bank teller, black, first black bank teller in this part of Indiana that we, that our family's from on my mom's side. She was a part of the first black woman to go to University of Notre Dame. She, um, I, like, countless awards. Like That should uh, put a target on your back. Yo. That should put a target. People don't realize like when they look at a woman who's risen to the top, they really do not realize the scars that hide beneath that shit. Yo, real, real quick, and I'm sorry to cut you up, but real quick, this that because you said that shit triggered something. Like I'm talking to my mom, me chopping it up. That's my OG, and she was we talking about the corporate life one time, and she was just like, "Do you know during the height of my corporate shit, she touching six figures, and they was getting ready to get a promotion, diversify the company, and everything." My fucking boss told her, "You can't get this job unless you yep. sleep with me." Oof. Now, having three kids, you know what I'm saying? Me and my it's sister, we're only 16, 16 months apart. My brother, he's a little bit older than this. You know what I'm saying? And it's the lifestyle it and the stability, private school that she has set up for us. You know what I'm saying? How wow. many women you think is really going to turn down that shit? They probably would have gave up that shit and for the shit. Thank God that she nigga. was a, truly right. Thank God that she was solid. I'm like, mom, what did you really do? She said, nigga, what? Like, don't even come at me like that. <laughs> nigga, like, it was no option. I packed my shit up and moved. That's how, how the fuck you think we got to DC? I said, That's Damn. a strong woman, because if a nigga you offered me? me 10 million to suck his dick right now, I don't know that I would say no. I would hook you up, and I'll take my 2 million for uh, <laughs> Power! That was how it's- the fact that you brought it up, leave me. Uh, you do know. <laughs> Nigga, the fact you brought it up, me, I ain't even shame. I'm like, gee, I would feel silly to be if I. I would sit there looking at Jamaica and my little vacations and having to pinch my. I would hate myself. 
and as much as I've and, done and it for free. The 80s. And that's six figures in the motherfucking 80s. I feel that you. She, I feel she you. Yeah. left and, and started from zero. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's big time. That is. Big time. That is. That's like, what's your uh, Dave Chappelle? Like, when you, but usually when you do, when you do, you will get it back tenfold. So I guess if I say no, I might get 100 mil for the next one. So you never take the first offer. For the next dick suck, you got to do. You're going to hold it for 100 mil. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying that for. You get what you want. That's just for comedic value to the podcast. Like yeah. the throat is exclusive. I'm not a real throat baby, but oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm st- I'm yeah. still that person. This is why I won't give my family the link. Do you know how often my family asks for the link to this fucking podcast? I'm like, no, no, they not ready. That's and, they're not gonna get ready unless they can be exposed. They can't be ready until Casey's already paying their rent. So I can't be like this and broke. It got to like, they can't see all this until they see how it worked out. But like, see, I said that and now we're rich. That's what I have to do. (laughs) That's how it's work out. God. All right. That's a whole whole nother subject too. You know what I'm saying? Why do women think that good guys don't like vagina? Good guys love vagina too. But they be like, no, I like him, girl. I'm not gonna fuck him. I we I he I'm gonna get to know this one. I'm a Steve Harvey. This one, no good guys like vagina too. No, no, but their thinking and how men act is what like if you do it too early, they're gonna be like, oh, she's not wifey. Like you said, like there's a certain level that men look for in women. So it's like the niggas that we don't give a fuck about. If I'm trying to get back in the day, because now my emotions have to be attached unfortunately but back in the day it's like if you can handle it, if i can get the rock off then yeah get the rock off but it's like this nigga i want to actually build something with i'm gonna give it to you don't worry but i don't want you to think i'm a thought no we don't want to wait good niggas like vagina too straight it's just like you feel me and the point that i'm making is that and see that enrages that enrages that enrages black men because it's just like you the last nigga is not even on my level no what no he can't even comprehend the subject matter that i speak on but you fucking him and i can't get the vagina no get the fuck out of here yo no, see no, it's no, that no, entitlement no. that talk you right about the pussy i'll is take it, that is it, a every day. Game? Is, it a, is it a numbers game where it's like yo yeah it might be a good girl who want the vagina but it's like 20 other dudes bad dudes who want the vagina and they show me that they can't handle the type of maturity to have sex on the first date and still build a relationship that's fucking her, fucking up for exactly. everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well said. Well said, my nigga. Exactly. And it does, though. It does. Like, a lot of people, like, a lot of people, like, what's that from, what's the song? Will You Still Love Me in the Morning? That has been a question from beginning of time. Retta Flack been singing this shit, and I don't even know if she was the first one to sing it. So, that is a thing like women if we're dating there's women who are getting fucked and that same woman is also dating for a husband the man like you don't always you don't marry the stripper so it's like you don't treat the stripper the same as you treat the woman that you want to marry just like we don't treat the stripper but he's still getting the vagina and you die you know it's not that he getting the vagina honey we're getting the dick we want the dick, <laughs> and we're getting the fucking dick. Now, with you, we want your heart. And we know that if we get to that dick too soon, we may not have access to your heart in the way that we want it. Because you guys, unfortunately, have to be played low-key. And I hate that shit. 
I do not like the game playing of dating. Like if we match, then we. I, match. I I agree. I agree with you on that, and I, I'll comment on that. Should the fuck out of me because I was someone. I got a dirty mouth, and I said some dirty shit earlier. They're like, "Oh, you must be." Da, 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 da. I'm like, "Nigga, I just thought I could be myself. Like I have a mouth like this, but well, niggas well, can't." See the the problem is the problem is see these bitch niggas they they like to give out <laughs> pity dick, and I hate women for giving them pity pussy. You know, don't Pity fuck me pussy. because you feel sorry for me or you because I'm a stripper ain't and I don't have no 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 uh you know what I'm saying I have no potential. Oh fuck no, pity. I don't even know how pity can get it that wet. can express himself and oh. is about his shit. You feel me? Those, that's why that. you fuck a nigga. See, see, see it's 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 the, this mentality that you fuck me a nigga to have an orgasm. You see what I'm saying? It's that mentality that led me astray to pimping before I had to come back home and to, to who I really was. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit pisses me off. It's just like, no, good niggas like pussy too. But all these bitch niggas is getting pussy. Like I said, and you know what? In my sociology class, the um, professor asked all the women in class, she said, if it's two dudes that you like, they treat you the same, the sex is the same, you like them the same. But one drives a Mercedes and takes you to Red Lobster. But the other one um, has a Honda Accord and takes you to um, Fridays. Which one do you want? Half the class replied, "It that they don't really matter. They will take the one with." Um, if they're the exact the same and one is making more money, then obviously I'm choosing the one with more money. Sh- I don't the, understand, and that is the correct answer because the teacher. <laughs> I said, don't get it. You should not. Why do we always want less for ourselves from a psychological point? But see, you but know what? That's true. The same, why not fuck with the nigga with more money to provide you a better lifestyle? Everything is the same. That doesn't make you a bad person. That makes you a a logically thinking person. I think women are so afraid of the gold digger label because I did, someone posted about how she was dating a Mexican man and he was telling her how his ex, he was in love with his ex, um, but his, her father was super rich and he decided not to marry her because he could not provide the life for her that her father did. And the black one was like, well, that's unfair. It was like, you loved her. Why wouldn't love matter over everything? And he was like, we don't do that. He was like, it's an economical decision. He mm-hmm. was like, no shade, but he was like, black women do do that. And that's why a lot of broke niggas go to black women because we accept them, unfortunately. That's keeping the emotion out of the decision making. You see where the logic is different. Like, no, you can't afford this. You can't pay the diary, as they call it in Africa, to, you know what I'm saying, for the bribe. You can't pay the, the to the, you know, you know what you got I don't think it's is? a, I, yes, that you got to pay for the kid, I mean, the daughter, but I don't think it's necessarily the, a miscommunicate or a disconnect with emotion. I think it is people have forgotten what the true definition of a marriage is. We are the ones because we had marriage kind of taken away from us. And when as slaves, we could only do it for love or so we could keep this house or we need two income house. Bob, that's why our grandparents stay like a lot of other places or places. A lot of other nations are doing it to continue and build wealth. So it's like that's uh, also also what's lost in it, too. It's like when you look at, you know, traditional marriages, it was that who is best to choose a mate for you other than your family that knows your strength, your weaknesses and everything that can be succeed. Right. That you need to be complimented by, you know what I'm saying? So they, and they go out and say, okay, we got these friends of the family. They got this person. That's definitely, we think this compatible with the, you know what I'm saying? And that's the whole family structure. Cause I says nation building, 
groups and yeah. groups and groups of family. So to get our nation was torn down in the family. Yeah, that's the problem. I think our nation was torn down and mixed up, and we were surrounded by people who, even though they looked like us and had the same skin tone, we were not of the same tribe. Like how they say everything right. we is different communicate. over there. We couldn't, we couldn't connect. communicate. Right, and that's no, we what connected, it is. We connected on a spiritual level, but we couldn't communicate. You and that's what, what we had. And I think that's it definitely grew into this. And we are the only people on the planet who have dealt with what we're dealing with. We're so, no other group. I'll bring it back. My dad told me I should get with Bill Gates now. Nigga, <laughs> get with the white. I would get with the white. Fire. I'll pick either Bill or Melinda. What's the girl name? I'll hey, pick shit. See, but you yeah. might you might need to chop that up for the team because what's that forty bill going to do for the rest of the fam? I would. I'm Let saying I would take either Gates at this point. What about, what about Jeff? 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 Jeff Bezos out there pepping? What's going on? He out there hitting streets up. He got some. Nah, that's going wild now, real quick. But he's like, yeah, I'm worth, I'm still worth a hundred bill. Uh, exactly. I'm telling you, ten million. Ten million, BJ. Half four more on the team, ten million. Ten million, BJ. You know, Gates. I don't even think Bill Gates know what a good good I man bet, job I is. Bet he, I bet he, I bet he getting his goddamn vagina the first night. He get it off the break. Off the break. <laughs> He'll exactly. get it from. He don't even gotta take me to eat. I'll be like, yo, you are how real you want to be. <laughs> like hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? We don't. You ain't even gotta spend it here, honey. Just. Yeah, however you want to do it. I got to, to the house with the with the, with the floors that heat up automatically. You might lose your you, your whole your whole disposition might be fucked up after that. Yo, yeah. it's sex. That sex. That's what I tell them. That's why you don't get. That's why they can't have the location to the back cave. Because if I show them the back cave, you already know what time it is, bro. No, nah, the only time I know yeah. it is six forty eight. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I hate it when I see one. I, I thought you was cool. I thought you was cool. Yeah. I don't deal in secrets well. So no, that's me, women love mystery. Black? Women love mystery. Some do. So is there biggest connection between black women and white men? Spiritually. Spiritually. Okay.